0: Hello, my name is Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel, And welcome to another episode of Beers Over Beers. Cheers. How are you? Cheers, man. It's nice to see you. Cheers. Yeah, good to see you. So this, I guess, will have to be our Christmas special because... Um, well, sort of, because people won't really
1: listen to this until January or February I mean, I, when we I, post I, I, it. I
0: think they should because it's like a, it's like a Christmas gift that keeps on giving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Just keep on listening to it. Uh, so the beer
0: for today is uh, Dallas Blonde. And um, didn't come in a growler this time. But this is one of my favorites. It's actually pretty good. It's tasty.
1: Yeah, I love Dallas Blonde.
0: Blondes are just blonde. Oh, that's a total, total. Sorry. (laughs) Went off the cliff there. Sorry about that. That's for later. All right. So as we always do, we're kind of prepping, you know, chit-chatting and talking. And uh, you you had brought up a question, I think, in one of our previous episodes. I think we were talking about super users generally. And then we were talking about customer advocacy. But you've been swirling around. And I always find your uh, swirling around questions you send me incredibly interesting. Uh, um, and the swirling around questions were around super users. Super users. What's a super user? What do you do with them? How do you get them? You know, how does it create a creative program? You know, and in your and in your the way you kind of do it, you go out and ask the community, and you do something very interesting. You got them all together, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So, in, in, um, the other day I was on Twitter. And I I kept starting to think about my own community, and I thought, how do I get people uh, feeling good and and start kind of, in a sense, creating this kind of, you know, I wouldn't call it a super user program, but um, just some tactics that I can do to drive to get to a super user program. And and one of the things I thought was, you know what, Um, why don't I just do kind of a spotlight on customers that are posting or replying to stuff? Um, and I did that, right? So I recorded mm-hmm. a customer conversation with me the other day, and, and I'm going to blog about that conversation. But with a with an actual customer. With an actual customer, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and I thought, you know, that'd be really cool, and and have mm-hmm. her on in January, and maybe do this once a month. And unless I can find more customers, and just spotlight them. I don't have to say, hey, these are the most amazing customers. I can just say, this customer is an expert in these things. They work at this company. They do. They they like this is, you know, this one woman loves coffee and Mm. things like that. So, I mean, she was was very interesting, but I thought, okay, that's one tactic that I can do to kind of drive some interest Mm. and get to know people in general, blog about them and and things like that. And I thought that that's kind of fun. I thought, how do you really even think about a super user program? Like I don't even, I'll be honest, you know, and, and it's hard to admit sometimes, but I don't know everything. And so, um, you know, putting a super user uh, program together, it seemed very daunting because there's a lot of words out there or uh, phrases like advocacy program, Hmm. super user program, MVP program. Ambassador. um, Ambassador program. I I don't know. And I'm like, God, do I need all these things? Are they all different? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I don't really know. Um, (laughs) Sorry. You know, some of these marketing folks do, some of these customer success, some communities do, Hmm. you know, and, and so I just decided... To ask, sort of ask the question on Twitter the other day. I mean, this was like three or four days ago, or so maybe it was a week ago. I don't remember. But You got a response? Yeah, and I got several responses to say, you know, we do these things, we do that. And then mm. uh, a guy that I'm getting to know really well lately is uh, a guy named Blake Etherton. He goes, hey, Chris, mm. let's just get on the phone um, and, and then we'll talk about it. And I said, great. Right. And so I put something together, invite, and I thought, you know, I talked to a lot of community managers. I wonder who else might be interested. <laughs> And I sent an invite to like I don't know ten other community managers, right. and he sent out an invite to several other people. Um, and uh, he he he's been doing this thing called CMX Connect, yeah. and it's really connecting with a lot of people from from that group. And so he sent an email to them, and then um, he sent me an email this morning I think or yesterday. He goes, Hey Chris, uh, you know what what are we going to talk about? Or you know he goes, Should I prepare something i go yeah man just put two slides together and i'll just ask you a bunch of questions i said he said okay and then he got on the phone and and had this whole (laughs) deck uh, presentation today around super user program yeah it was excellent there's like 15 plus people literally director level and uh uh things like that around you know community managers and and i posted on linkedin but dude it was awesome like this guy he knows his shit, but yeah. he gave me so much detail. I Like I told you earlier, he, he, he was like, he, he gave me so much detail. I was like, great. I have my super user program. I know what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so you said there was a PowerPoint.
0: I mean, we can link it in the show notes, right? So if so folks want to see it, they can.
1: Yeah, I have actually the uh, um, Google Drive link mm. that can give you the PowerPoint and the um, uh, 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 audio. Right.
0: Well, I think when we were talking, you had some pretty interesting insights, right? Um, in fact, as we were talking, I, I went in my my strategies zone, going, "Oh, okay, I've, you know, this is good, but this is in the mat, you know, matrization point of the community, right?" Mm-hmm. And then we had this like, "Well, what what does that mean? You know, how does that?" Uh... So we can talk about that in a moment. But yeah, um, so I think one of the points that uh, that Blake brought up was, I think, if I understand the conversation, he kind of put. Kind of top things you need to do for yeah, that's for, right. For like a to create a, a super user program, and I think to help define super user program, I'm going to put some words, and you can let me know if this is the right words. Okay. But it's fundamentally finding the right mix of your most engaged, technically savvy. In this case, uh, depends on the community. Sure. Uh, users. Kind of a support community, I would say that's probably true. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And a support community, that's right. It's different in, in, in any type of community, which is a most engaged community. Um, and then um, recognize them as so, and um, the rest of the community knows that they're the super user, and they've kind of become your maybe second-level or third-level support team um, on the site
1: in some way. Is yeah. That fair? yeah, I think that he touched on that,
0: uh Pretty well, yeah. Mm. Um, and I know, like, for example, uh, I think we talked about it briefly. Like, in Microsoft, they have an the MVP program, the most right. valuable uh, I don't know, this person or participant. I forget what the piece yeah. is piece for. And that's quite, quite the thing. Sophisticated. Incredibly, yeah. incredibly yeah. sophisticated. But you, so one of the points you brought up was this idea of. The first point I think Blake brought up was communication or the ability to communicate the program and communicate to those users. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, And I think the second point, or at least in that point, you were talking about what I call follow the sign or making sure that the mix of individuals were across the globe. Um, That's right. How did you, what was his point around that uh, follow the globe
1: piece? Yeah, I think it was, and and maybe he will correct me, but um, find people across the globe that, Really can help answer the questions so that you kind of have this twenty four seven support system, you mm-hmm. know, for the community. I think that you know we, we, you try not to have just answers hanging out there for long, um, and and so he talked about like if you get somebody from I don't know whatever country France and then Australia and U.S. and all these places, you have your whole entire. Uh, support system kind of hmm. especially from a super user you know because they're going to answer questions they will be excited to answer those questions they yeah. want to do it you know and, and yeah, they they like really
0: that. do it's, it's wonderful about the super user program yeah because um, the, the next one was around well why do you want it why do you build it and, and i think there was this idea that you somehow had to spend some time understanding <clears throat> within the community team why do you want a super user program
1: correct? yeah i think you have to really define um, you know what? Is the goal of the super user program? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And and, and things like that. And so you have to define why. What is the why? Mm. You know, this friend of mine, uh, another community manager, Nick uh, from FinancialForce. com, mm. mm. always says, "What's your why, Chris? What's your why?" I was like, "Dude, just tell me your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> just tell me what the answer is." <laughs> you know, and, and but he makes a good point, and I think that. That is always hard, but once you figure that out, and I think Blake said that today, is when you figure out your why, everything else kind of comes into mm. to place. No, no, I agree. That's the first thing you have to
0: kind of go figure out. Yeah. Um, I'll come back to you on if you had any ahas, because I'm curious if you've already kind of thought through this in your community. Like, okay, why do I want a super user program? But we'll yeah. come back to it. Don't don't, okay. don't, don't go away. Um uh the other point I'm not were, going anywhere by the way. Oh that's true, yeah that's right. Uh I have you tied down here. Um <laughs> and the is good. Uh, what 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 drives their I'm gonna put point three and point four together. And you said one of them was uh <laughs> one of them was around motivation, and then there was another one around what is their reason to be there. And I almost saw those as kind of being the two same points. Mm. But it sounds to me is around motivation, right? Why is a super, why does he why does it, why does a super user a super user what, what's their motivation? What's the thing they want to do, um, and what what drives their reason to be there, right? Was that the point that was uh, brought up?
1: Yeah, I think so. He, what he did is so uh, those points that I gave you were specific to each of his slides. So oh right right right. No, his, I agree. Yeah, you almost have to thing. read
0: the PowerPoint, and you should. again, well, yeah, we'll have it in the show notes so it's supposed to read. Uh, so
1: some of the things that he mentioned. Uh, you know, what what mo- motivates users, right? And some of it was, you know, physical rewards, is it self-identifying swag, gift cards, trips right. that, uh, to conferences and things like that. And then there's virtual awards. And then, you know, we talked about competition, you know, are they competitive? Do they want to win something or who knows? So, um, so and he talked about that. And so that's kind of the the, I guess, the high level stuff, right?
0: Mm. Yeah, I find the motivation piece interesting, right? So I think when we work together, I talk about this idea of intrinsic and extrinsic rewards. That's right. And you, um, <clears throat> it really depends on the community because, like in uh, like high tech support communities, sometimes just having the the badge that I am a super user, yeah. alpha geek, whatever that may be, sometimes that's enough, right? But folks love like the simple swag and tchotchkes stuff. Um, and we had some, and I think you are probably having some some experience now about like, well, you know, is this the thing that you want? What is what's really going to get you all excited about? Yeah, coming out of the community, right? Is it money? <laughs> well, it's always money. <laughs> of course, it's always money. That's always a little hard thing to to send off to folks. Um, so the, I'm sorry I didn't do that. Well, the other point you had was around how do you find them? Yeah, uh, or at least what Blake was talking about. Uh, I think
1: this is an interesting one. How do you find them? Yeah, the, you know the things that he talked about. I mean, probably things that I would not really think about. Uh, but and I would just kind of do all these um, tactical things to try to go find them. You know, email them and do a bunch of stuff. Uh, but you know, his his thought was, and step one was like creating a, a beta feedback program for the community, um, and and then that way, you know, you can get feedback from those users. You can start kind of identifying maybe some of those users as well. Hmm. Um, And then, you know, even internally, you know, like building an internal referral network. So Hmm. connecting to those people that are customer-facing, like sales and SEs and um, uh, TAMs and customer success managers and those that are close to to that is is try to kind of figure out who those people are and then communicate that out to them directly Hmm. and say, hey, look, you know, I'm starting this guess super user program or Mm. something like that you know I'm trying to find customers Um, and then he mentioned there's some social ways to kind of do that so Mm. using social channels to push across things organically and paid Mm. so um, and and using those channels in a big way to you know find those kind of people in this section
0: did he talk a little bit and let me know if he did yeah around how he metriced those individuals? We didn't
1: talk about metrics, and and that was, I'm very interested in in maybe getting your thoughts around that because he didn't touch upon that. Now, I bet he has a lot of things to say about it, Mm. uh, but we didn't talk about it. But I I am highly interested if you have some thoughts around, you know, what are some uh, core KPIs around some of that stuff?
0: Yeah, so the thing that kind of goes back into my head was around this concept of um, uh, why are you building it? Right, and part of the why part is one is self preservation, mm-hmm. which is I want the community to to survive on itself, but then to get the will of the company to do it, it has to have some level of corporate buy-in. Right, mm-hmm. so that's right. What is what is the well to be just to the point? I mean, what's the economic reason for having a super user program? Right. Yeah, and. <clears throat> And one of the metrics should be almost like number of questions answered by the super user. Yeah, you know, And then there could be an easy dollar figure around that, right? And I think the MVP program did something almost, uh, I'm going to grossly overstate or understate the number, but they were talking about the MVP program provides millions of dollars of free support yeah. to Microsoft's products, right?
1: Well, I think you and I talked about this is when you look at case deflection and things like that, if yep. an organization could say, you know, from beginning of a uh, a case to the end of a case, this is how much it's worth. And it could be from $150 and I've seen to $600, some crazy amount. Mm. But, you know, I think the organization has to state that number, you know, the yep. support team themselves have to state that. And then you can kind of start looking at, you know, questions answered, how many people are coming to it from Google, you know, and. Uh, things like that, and, and you can start looking at the case deflection mm. number and, and putting a dollar amount on there. Yes. So.
0: You no, know, I I even think um, I think I, 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 I don't know if I was getting in, into the right. No, no, no you're exactly correct. what you were thinking. But no, no, this is exactly what I'm thinking. Um, okay. Again, because I'm trying to make sure that we apply some of the reason for these programs to be very much business results oriented. Yeah. Um, but I think in the super user program, it does serve two purposes. It can literally be a way for self-preservation and driving strong economic value back into the company. I mean, clearly, to me, it's clear, man. <laughs> like if
1: if customers are really focused on answering other customer questions and put some good detail into the to that answer. Hmm. I mean, when you depending on the community, but for me, if I think of the SEO value, you know, bringing uh existing customers to the site just from Google and getting their questions answered quickly and then even when a non customer, a potential uh paying customer comes to the site by typing in a a search on Google and they come to the site and maybe they um get they create a login and then ask their own questions or whatever about the product or something like that. I mean there's huge opportunities in both uh both ways, but they're different, right? And you know One's kind of a new acquisition, and the other one is just a say just, but it it answers a question quickly. You know, it's a case deflection, I assume, or just something like that.
0: Yeah, I know. As you're talking, you know, it's fun, because when when we talk like this, you know how I get a little bit philosophical, I start going to the whiteboard, and whenever you see my eyes kind of start shifting up to the left and right, I'm going, processing, Mm -hmm. processing. Like in my head, immediately what I'm thinking about is like, like, oh, if I had a oh, I've had a whiteboard, I'd be all over it. So total, I would I would almost come up with an acronym, like like a, a total economic impact of post, you know, T-E-I-P, you know, something like that. My T I P is this broad number. Yeah. And that broad number is, if I would put a bar graph that's stacked, one piece is going to be around almost the existential or the, I can tie physical numbers to this post, by the number of answers it has provided, mm. and the number of cases deflected, and that has a dollar figure, right? Very simple. Yep. Another one would be on, if you're on the product side or manufacturing side, total amount of, pr- of conversion dollar a figure, right? Because obviously those posts will create some conversion. Yep. And yeah? you can put that in there.
1: And we're then, talking about like a like a what were we at? Uh, at the Rexel when we were there. Uh, yeah, yeah that, you can almost put some the, door. Yeah, easy dollar. So, figure. like an e commerce site, you know, that's exactly to your good community. Um, and so, basically, what we did was send, we would write about specific products, content around that, and then uh, send or try to send over customers to the e commerce sites to either create a new login or buy more and things like that. You got it. So, very good.
0: Very good for, for making that statement. Because there could be a site in which you're not an e-commerce site. You can be like a manufacturer, Mm -hmm. and the manufacturer may tie things like um, what we call like a sales inquiry. Yeah, and you know, as a sales inquiry, that has a certain sales in.
1: So let's put it in perspective. Like I like to hear real life. So you can say manufacturer is fine, but you know, let's put it in perspective. Like a Sylvania, they're a light bulb um, maker, and they do other things, right? So. So let's put it in that perspective. Let's yeah. give it a real-life example.
0: Easily. Know. So uh, if you were a Sylvania... They're no it's, longer Sylvania, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's a lead Right. Yeah, okay. Actually, I think in the States, they're still called Sylvania, but that's a whole other company. It doesn't matter. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not
1: for this podcast, anyway. <laughs> right.
0: So, you know, that manufactures it because they sell everything through other distributors, right? Yeah. So for them, the money, and this is where you have to... Each company is different. Mm. The money for them is going to be an individual user that they moved to a transactional site. Okay. So they come in, they go to a light bulb page, and then they say where to buy, and then that's golden. They consider that a sale, right? And there's an economic value point that they've already figured out in the model that you can just tie yourself to. Okay, right? It's a very simple thing. I mean, in my head, I can, I can see that. Um, but every company, every digitalized company, every company who goes through a digital transformation has at some point defined the, con- the conversions that's going to bring money. They have yeah. to. Right? So in some way, you almost tie yourself to that. The next third piece of the total economic impact of a post would be SEO. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can almost put a dollar figure by how much you spend on ad and look at that as a CPM model. Right, so, if you're spending you know a million dollars every year on s c I'm sorry on s e m yep, just find a a a model that looks a lot like yours. It's just basically paid search paid search and just put it's a SEM, paid search yep. model yep. on that one post and I'm sure you can find it and then um uh I'm thinking that's it, right those kind of there's another th- piece on the top which is if you are a community that sells your space, uh, so you use click through behavior yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Then I would put that as another thing. But you, you can almost pay per click. Pay per click. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can almost do that entire math and that's your bar that's your whole bar chart, bro. I'm getting way into the weeds, but I, in my head I can almost see this and I can call it like what's my T E I. P, right? That's my total yeah. economic impact of the
1: post. I think some people like weeds, um, you know, I'm not a weeds person, but uh <laughs> right. <laughs> you lost me at weeds. Yeah, and uh, it's not legal in Texas and blah blah. blah. <laughs> not yet. Um so <laughs> True. just to kind of uh bring this I guess back yeah. to um I I think that analytics or, you know, um that those metrics are key. And and I'm I'm not exactly sure what, you know, to really um just to say, hey, these are the things we should look at, right? You know, and so yep. I don't know if you have some thoughts around. No,
0: but so I think the last point on this, I mean, so just to kind of we do a little kind of cycle round, right? And, and the reason I got off on that point was around metrics and why you should metric and find your right users. So just to kind of re kind of pull back together what we've talked about so far. The points that Blake was making, sure you brought was around how to communicate the program, finding the right mix of people in the Super user program, uh, know why you're building it. So this is the okay. part I kind of jumped off with regards to metrics, That's right. and I think you have to make sure you apply some sort of economic model. I mean, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> I mean, when you it, have
1: somebody like uh, uh, our old boss was Devishish, then you yeah, definitely we, have to do that.
0: Even in my view, like you, you have to have some economic reason for the things that we do. Yep. Um, the I say... Three and four is being very similar. but it Was around the motivation of individual, mm. right? What motivates them? What's the reason for being there? To find that out. The last one was how to find them, right? And I think you were talking about some of the. I was calling them social traps, but you were, in a sense, you were laying out traps. Yeah. Well, well-defined, crafted traps, in a good way to help make sure to find those users will find themselves in it. Right. You Whether know, yeah. through social activity, some sort of gamification, if you mm. will, the way you kind of defined it. The last piece that I think we should do a separate conversation on was around mapping out the super user journey. And I find that interesting because he gets this whole idea about the journey of a user overall. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can kind of save that as our next conversation point. Um, But to kind of end this one, um, did you have an aha when you were... Kind of walking through it, or if you didn't have one specifically, did anyone else uh, have it other than thanks for building out my super user
1: program? (laughs) That that, that was a great aha, right? You know, (laughs) is thanks, Blake, for helping me build out my super user program (laughs) over time. Yeah. I really appreciate that, and I did. Um, But it was just, to me, it it wasn't necessarily about what he talked about. I mean, it's amazing to me, um, you know, that there's so many. Things out there that, you know, there's a super user, I think we talked about this before, you know, but there's a lot of, it seems like names out there, you know, advocacy program, super user program. I'm not saying they're all the same, uh, but, uh, MVP program, et cetera. And, and so, you know, for him to actually define that, um, mm. and, and help me understand it in mm. a better way. And I think he, he helped others to understand it, but he also mm. helped, you know, one woman said, you know, this helps me to know that I'm on the right track, Blake. And so, mm. you know, for me, um, the the big deal about having calls like this is mm. to help each other. And, and so, you know, there, I wouldn't say it's an aha, uh-huh, but it made me feel really good that, you know, look, I put this together, but Blake presented and others really enjoyed it because what we do is extremely difficult, I believe. I mean, when you think well, about, all the, about all the stuff <laughs> that we have to do, when you think of content strategy, engagement mm. strategy, acquisition strategy, I mean... And and then we gotta build a super user program, then advocacy program, and then all these all these acronyms or names mm-hmm, and shit, mm-hmm. you know, start coming at you and you're like, No, we don't really have that or you know, do we? You know, and so for me it he helped me uh to to get me started and, and helped me to, you know, build out um slowly but surely, maybe through some tactical things that I can mm-hmm. do, you know, in the interim. You know, to, to really kind of start building that over time. My, You know, I'm not going to have a super user program for a while. Right, and right, right. And that's fine, right. but but what I can do is two to three things, four things every six months, you know, yeah. and then just kind of build upon it, see what works and see what doesn't work. Yeah. Well,
0: let's talk about that in our next podcast. Because uh, I want to talk about, I want to spend a little bit more time on this journey piece. Okay. Right. I think it adds to other stuff. Um, but until then, thank you very much for listening to Peers Over Beers. This is Michael Sandoval. Chris Detzel. All right. Thanks. We'll catch you up next time. All right.